Hi, everybody. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> we look ridiculous. We do. Um, I'm Caesar. I'm Martha. And welcome to the fifth episode of Inner Wider Screen, where two idiots who know nothing about movies talk about movies. Um, you want to explain our look today? Uh, yeah, so I want to take these off because I can't see a thing. Uh, but we are talking about Rocket Man. It's a movie about Elton John. Oh, yes. And this man is known for his out there outfits. Mm-hmm. I wore my fanciest oh, go go boots oh, today. God, here we go. I Look at that. Get- so, um, very nice. Yeah. So, and, and I don't, I don't know what's going on over there. Listen, I scrambled. I was like, what's the most colorful thing I have in my closet? So I grabbed these, the, these, it's one shirt, um, I, which was Spurs game last week and they gave out these glasses. So I got these and then, uh, we found this, something. this hat. Yeah. yeah. It's perfect. A little small for my big chunky head, but it's uh, fine. <laughs> but um, I'm going to take these off though. Cause I cannot see, but, oh, do you want these instead? They're, <laughs> can I try them on actually? So they're actually a menu. I got them at the movie theater when I first saw Rocket Man. They oh, like geez. had the okay, they're not goggles. You don't stretch them across your face. Yeah, no. Okay, you can take those back. That's fine. Okay. Um, no, but we just we're uh, we just we're always trying to find different ways to have fun with um with the with our the outfits. outfits and yeah, I don't know. I I guess it started because we the second episode I decided to dress like Joni from Knives Out, Out and it just kind of stuck. And it, I guess it stuck. Well, I but it, it's okay because I love clothes. I love fashion, and this is giving me a chance to actually wear clothes again because That's I've just true, been wearing we've been just sweatpants stuck at home for the whole, whole time. past right. year. So it's nice to be able to dress up again, wear my go-go boots. Very excited. No, definitely. Um, also too, I, I watched this podcast called Frenemies and they, they always wear these ridiculous, like last week they dressed like from the mask, like he literally put on the oh makeup. My God. It looks so cool. Obviously <laughs> we're not there. Right yeah. Now. I don't think we're, we're quite there we're yet. Not, we're not, we're not putting not that, that much effort in, but we thought no. just little, little things would be fine. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so we are going to talk about Rocket Man today. Mm-hmm. Um, just before we start, because we have neglected to mention this in the past Every few time. episodes. Spoilers ahead for Rocket Man. Yes. I mean, I guess, ten, I mean, if you don't know about his life story, that's basically. Well, no, because this does tell a lot of story, a lot more of his story that we didn't know before, unless you or were Or didn't there. know a lot of detail. Yeah, about. there's a lot more details in it. I mean, it's, I'll get into that later. Anyway, so spoiler <laughs> warning, if you have not seen Rocket Man, uh, please go watch it first. Mm-hmm. It is on Hulu and Prime. Uh, go watch that first and then come back to this episode here yes. to talk about it for sure. Yes, definitely. Um, so just real quick, uh, just to introduce the film, I don't know why I opened my notes when they're on my phone, um, <laughs> is directed by Dexter Fletcher, mm-hmm. who is most known for directing Eddie the Eagle. Um, which, which is also Taron Edgerton. Yes. So this is their second collaboration together. And he also replaced Brian Singer on Bohemian Rhapsody hmm. towards the end of production. Oh. But he did not receive credit because the rules of the Directors Guild say that only one established director or team can receive credit. Mm. So he only got an executive producer credit. Okay. But basically he finished like the end of production and like I guess he did all the editing for yeah. that one, which <laughs> the editing on that movie. <gasps> well, the editing is better here, yeah. thankfully. Um, so this stars Taron Edgerton. Mm, we love him here. We love Taron Edgerton. Uh, star- Jamie Bell, Richard Madden, and Bryce Dallas Howard. Mm-hmm. Um, it was released on May 31st, 2019. Um, it was made on a $40 million budget. Can you guess how much it made worldwide? I'm bad at numbers. Uh, 50. $195 million worldwide. Jesus. <laughs> so it made its money. It made good money. Oh, yeah. Um, and it won its only nomination at the 92nd Academy Awards. It won for Best Original Song for I'm Gonna Love Me Again, mm. written by Elton John and Bernie Toppin. Which was a really good song. Um, really, I will just say this out front since Oscars. Um, don't know why Taron Edgerton did not get a nomination here. Honestly, it's was, upsetting. It's honestly like a big snub for me. Oh, it was it, it. I love this movie. Pretty sure at the time I predicted him because he had gotten in at all the other major ceremonies yeah. that year. I remember. I like. I remember so him much in. should be nominated for that for yeah. this movie because it was like the acting was incredible for starters. Well, let's and, just jump straight into Taron Egerton. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So let's start with Taron Egerton. <laughs> yeah. Because um, he's the star. I, I think would, he's the reason why I think this is as good as it why is. It's in my so opinion. Good. Yeah. So okay. So backstory for me. I love elton john okay. i i grew up with his music right. my family loves it um fun little fact uh and my brother's gonna love that i said this oh, so my brother <laughs> daniel hey daniel 
So my family or my parents on their way to the hospital heard um, Daniel by Elton John. And that's actually why he was named Daniel. So um, yeah, yeah, it's a great story. And, you know, to anyone else, it's like, I don't care. But because he's going to be listening to this, he's going to get very upset. Oh, my gosh. And I'm happy about that. I can't wait for the reaction. So, so that'll be fun. <laughs> um, but yeah, so shout out to Daniel. I <laughs> uh, love that song. Uh, but yeah, I love I love Elton John and I love Taryn Edgerton. And I do want to talk about it more about how like the connections lined oh, up. Like, the connections like, were leaded absolutely. him to this The role. thread for him to get to this was like... It was, it was so funny. Anyway, yeah, I think. you want to get into that. So, okay, so it started with Sing. Yes. The animated movie Sing, which mm-hmm. is a great movie. Oh, jeez. He played... Johnny the gorilla. Do you remember the name of the gorilla? Oh, absolutely. You don't? <laughs> I just remember he was the gorilla. <laughs> he played Johnny the gorilla. Oh, God. And he sang at the end of the, the movie, which was like the big performance. Yeah. He sang I'm Still Standing by mm-hmm. Elton John. Uh, and then from there, he was in Kingsman 2, because oh, he was in Kingsman, Kingsman 2. Right. And then in part two, Elton John makes an appearance. I love him Which in that movie. he is probably the best character He's in like Kingsman 2. He's like so random 2. in that movie, but <laughs> I love so his perfect. Especially like I, I liked Kingsman too. Not, definitely not as much as the first one. Yeah. I it definitely was one of the like standout. But that was it, yeah. You know? The best parts were with Elton John. So he came out in the movie. So that's how like I guess they formally met. met. I'm assuming. I, I just don't... <laughs> I know the connection was also to the director of Kingsman's Matthew Vaughn. He pr- was yeah. a producer on this, and I think he said. I'm only going to come on as a producer if Taryn plays Elton. Yeah. And so basically that's kind of how they linked. And I guess since they had already met, Elton knew he could do it. Yeah. Which, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, he's already heard him sing one of his songs before. And that was amazing. It's just crazy. Like, I'm obviously, I'm sure at the time he sang that song in the movie, not Not realizing he was going to I'm never imagining you're going to play Elton John in a movie. I mean, that's insane. It's so cool. Uh, but yes, but we love, we love Taryn Edgerton here. He is, he is amazing. Absolutely. Beautiful. He is... He's, I mean, first, I will say too, uh, so the first time I saw him was Kingsman mm-hmm. and then Eddie the Eagle, which like we mentioned, he also yeah. directs. So this is not the first time they work together and it like, it really shows that like they have their connection already. Like obviously yeah. the director like really gets the best out of him, I think. Yeah. Um, and I don't think you get any better. I'm so far, I think this is best performance for sure. Oh, definitely. I mean, I mean he hasn't acted too long, but but this easily is, is it's a standout. Yeah performance i think this was, it was incredible and it, it is unfortunate to say I mean, that he didn't right get even nominated or anything he was very much just snub there i don't um, even remember who got nominated that year but I couldn't tell i cannot you. remember but he should have been there all i know it wasn't him um i was i mean even from the first shot of the movie when he walks into yes. the rehab so facility I, with that oh you go for it yeah okay so so my thing is is i think that is the perfect way to to set off the tone of this movie yeah and that it is it is dramatic it is overdone and that is exactly how you want to portray elton john because that is him and i think like you're saying that tone is established and it's why i really Mm -hmm. like the fantastical element of that, this. that was like the, the the main word that i used in my notes it's like fantastical it is a fantastical. what other what other word could you use right it's like, it's exactly um that. i mean even in the trailer it's established like he's like this is from the imagination right, right of elton john not like not this is the story of elton john this is from the imagination of right him. so it's not a hundred percent accurate yeah but it still does a good job. I think, I think at the end of the day, if it's a reflection of his emotions and what he was going through at the time, yeah. I'm pretty, I mean, yeah. I, so it feels like an accurate story. Yeah. If sure. it, it's, it, all the details that are in there are for the most part true. Um, the order of events is, is not accurate. Okay. Uh, a lot of song, because the thing with the movie is that like, it's, it's a mix of like a, of a biopic and a musical. Musical. So yes. because of that, and like you see musicals, they're you they use the songs to tell us to tell the story, story of like what's going on in the heads of the characters, and they do that throughout the movie. So because of that, the biopic aspect of it kind of gets thrown out the window in terms of sticking to a timeline because songs that weren't written yet were performed at a time when right. they weren't even that okay because i was thinking about that too i was wondering i was like was the placement of the songs also judged by maybe like whatever event was happening in the movie was like him writing that song i guess a reflection of the emotion he's feeling in that moment and then i looked at the dates of the songs and they were kind of out of whack yeah like the order so i was like oh mate that's probably yeah. not true so, so that's, but that's that's not true but that was just a theory I had. but it but it's still like it still does a good representation of what their character was sure. feeling. and i'm sure like those experiences play a part into yeah. the writing of that song yeah, you know? yeah but that's not i don't think for the musical that's what they what they, really they like off really planned out yeah. um 
But also, too, I mean, we have to mention, too, the fact that he does his own singing here is incredible. Oh, absolutely. And, I, yeah. again, we've already seen him sing the song. And, and yeah. I thought that he did a wonderful job. It sound, it, I mean, it wasn't Elton John singing, obviously, but, like, it was very But close. I loved how he put his own twist. He didn't mm-hmm. try to just copy Elton John, yeah. but it still sounds similar enough to Elton. Like, he was able to keep the spirit of Elton John alive through his voice, but also distinct himself yes. enough. Yes. Which I thought was cool. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I think that he did a wonderful job with with um, that, with the singing and the just the I music. Mean, obviously, I think that the performance that you'd probably compare it to most is Rami Malek's and Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, because at the time, those were the two that came out. Yeah. Oh, they came out around the same time. They did. And also, too, I mean, like I said, the director of this also was mm-hmm. worked had a heavy hand in that movie, too. So, I was, even visually, I think a lot of it looks kind of similar sometimes, too. But, yeah. um yeah, but even that movie, as much as I love Romeo in that movie, and like I, I'm, I, I'm cool with him winning the Oscar and stuff. I'm, I mean, I think I honestly like Taron Edgerton's performance better. I do too. I, um, I prefer this one. Uh, my family actually has this debate a lot. We, because again, they came out at the same time, and we, we watched both of them. We're both like my family's. Me and my parents are big fans of, of you know, Bohemian Rhapsody and, and just, yeah. like, and Queen. And, right. And, but also Elton John. And so we saw both the movies and we're having trouble figuring out, like, which one we liked better. Ultimately, I think we decided that I'm a bigger fan of Rocketman. Okay. And my parents are bigger fans of... I like Bohemian, Bohemian Rhapsody. Rhapsody more. I think it's a little more entertaining for me. But I this is definitely, I think, the better movie. Yeah. Definitely Absolutely. better put together. I, I, I definitely think so. Um, it's, I don't know. I just, I think from like a directorial standpoint, it, again, I think it goes into that fantastical aspect of it. it I just, just love how it tapped into that so much. It's, it's so much, it's so, it's perfect for Elton John. It's so perfect. It, it just, it captures his essence right. so which, well. Which I will say, so obviously you're someone who's like loved Elton John for years. Mm-hmm. I don't know much about him, honestly. Yeah. So this, this movie was kind of my introduction into his life. And I mean, I heard a few of his songs growing up, but, um, yeah. I mean, but I definitely had known about his flamboyance well, and his, you know, things like that. Even as someone who has been a fan of Elton John for a while, I I learned a lot about him that I wouldn't have known. Like, I didn't, like, for one, the the overdose, like, his suicide attempt. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then two days later, he plays at Dodger Stadium. I didn't know that. And, like, that was, that's insane. See, I actually didn't even know that happened. I thought that was just no, part of the, like, narrative. They yeah, yeah. To... I, I looked it up because I... I I remember, like, when I first saw the movie, I was like, that's crazy. Like, I wonder if that's true. And I looked it up, and sure enough, it was it was two that's days so cool, after man. his attempted suicide attempt. No, not cool. <laughs> no, I mean... <laughs> yeah, but no, I know what you mean. I mean, cool that, like, they actually, like, kept that, kept true to that in the movie. Yeah, kept true to that. Yeah, that's what I said. Like, a lot of <laughs> yeah. the aspects to it, um, some of it was true, some of it was fiction. Like, one another part that I wanted to, to mention was when he was trying to come up with his name. Okay, see, I wrote that down, yeah. too. Yeah, <laughs> and he, he looks at the picture of the Beatles and looks at john lennon and so i'm pretty sure that's Elton not how john, it actually which is is not true it's not accurate I, I okay it was a cheesy moment but it worked it but, worked it worked. but the whole movie is cheesy and i think it, it works like there were there were there were a lot of cheesy points one point that stuck out to me what i like to call as like these magical moments yeah in the movie uh, so one of them was like him sitting in his room and like he as a kid and he was like doing the orchestra mm. and and he was it was like his imagination and like that was like and it was a or- orchestral version of rocket man oh yeah, yeah and yeah, i thought I that remember. was beautiful and it was another one of those magic moments another magic moment where like they really emphasize that it, this is a is a life-changing magic moment right. which is when they hand him the the folder of Bernie's songs. Oh, I didn't know and, that. And, that. Yeah. and it's like, the way that they directed it was so well done because it was like, it slows down and this like, the only way I can describe this music is like just magical music going on. Like, it's like, this is a life-changing moment right, right now. They do the same thing. Um, We'll get more into the scene a little bit, but the scene where, you know, the Troubadour scene. Yes. Even when him, getting, another even, magic even him getting on stage, which... I think the first time I saw it, I was kind of like, oh, it felt a little cheesy, but then I thought about it, like, I didn't even notice, too, the first time I saw it, like, as it slows down, it, like, you hear the music, it's like an orchestra tuning up. I yes. thought it was, like, a really cool Yes, so, so, just, like, those magic moments, is it's awesome, and I, I love that they, that they incorporated, like, that famous picture of Elton John at the Troubadour with his, like, legs up, and then, like, that's how they made it happen oh, okay. into the movie. I think that was so, so 
like yeah. fun to see again in another magic moment and I, i'm probably gonna be saying magic moments i mean yeah there's definitely a lot of like as you like you said the fantastical elements mm-hmm. the magic but there's a lot of that here and i think that's what makes this stand out as just yeah more than just your average musical vibe because i do think without like for me personally the moments where it's not fantastical it does kind of feel have that average like music biopic kind of feel yeah but it's those touches of magic and fantastical that it just it's make it, it different it, it makes it, it stand out yes definitely and i think that's what that's what sets it over the edge and when, when comparing it to bohemian rhapsody right right yeah that definitely has more of a yeah i think outside of that live aid scene at the end which is great yeah the rest of it feels pretty paint by numbers standard yeah which i i anyway there's not bohemian rhapsody this isn't about that anyway, anyway, anyway. <laughs> um no but i thought also it just really played really well into just telling you know his character like once mm-hmm. he gets to I mean, obviously, he starts the movie in rehab, mm-hmm. and you see his issues with drugs and shopping addictions and yeah. sex addictions and all that kind of stuff. But, like, you understand why he's going through that all that emotionally with, yes. obviously, starting off with his family. Like, his mom wasn't very good to him, especially his dad was terrible to him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's that pressure of fame, and then also his homosexuality, how he had to it's deal with that as well that. in society. So, like, I mean, it all makes sense to why it adds up, and even, like... Honestly, I think the most heartbreaking scene for me was when he's already famous and he goes to see his dad again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he sees how that was he has his own family now that he's actually affectionate towards and that cares, he actually about. cares about. And then he yeah. thinks that he actually kind of cares about him for once, but it's like, actually, no, I just want you to sign this record for yes. my friend at work. It's, it's such a heartbreaking scene to see yeah. that. Like, it's he, he has so many interactions with people that he wants so desperately to be loved, loved by. And they for just For himself, don't. not because he's famous or and there there are only two people that we see in the movie that truly care about him and that is there's bernie and his grandmother oh yeah i was like who's the second person yeah (laughs) and his grandmother because they're the they're the only two people to really accept him for who he is encourage him to be the best person that he can be um and i I do want to get a little bit more into the characters i think the mom especially restyles howard was Definitely very interesting in yeah. this movie. And the accent was a little Yeah, I mean it, it was whatever. You know. But I, I do think I uh, I was kinda surprised to see her in that role, but then I remember mm-hmm. her in the help. And I think I mean mm-hmm. in the help I think she's much more like obviously like oh, evil. Yes. But it could it tells me that she's capable of playing that. I think I think she had an interesting character. I think yeah. I think the character itself is interesting. I she is it's hard to to figure out what's going through her mind because yeah. she's so cold and vindictive. Mm-hmm. But there are points in the movie where I feel like you kind of feel like maybe she might give a she, shit. She might she might want to care. She just doesn't know right. how to. And I and I think that there could be a whole there could be a whole other movie just about like her life and like how she was grown like how she was yeah brought up because i i just think that she is such an interesting character she's a horrible person you see these these horrible moments but i think you also see these these moments where she had an opportunity to be good and she tiptoed around it and then she she didn't take the she didn't take the straight chance. to the darks i mean even the two moments that stick out for me was obviously first when he calls her to tell her he's gay yes. and he's like oh i already knew yeah honestly i just don't care and then like just know that you're never gonna be loved Yes. Like, so so that that was a moment that really stuck oh, out to me bitch. there, which was like, yeah, or she was it's like she had that opportunity to be a good person and she was almost there. She was halfway there and then she decided I'm going to go back. Right. Because it's like she could because you know, homosexuality at that time was very like Yeah. They had just repealed, I think, the the law where it was like it was they just decriminalized homosexuality. Wow. Okay. At that time. And so she knew that her son was gay and she was like, I'm not going to make a big deal about it. She could have, she could have like disowned him immediately. Right. Um, but she didn't. And that was a point where it's like, and she, she, a mother knows, a mother always knows. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, you know, even as like when he was a kid, you saw that, that scene where she was like looking at the dresses and like showed him like, what do you think of this one? You know, oh, yeah. so like she and even he was looking at the dresses and like his dad was like, Don't look at this yeah. for girls. So whatever. so she she acknowledged the fact that he was gay and she didn't hate him for that. And she loved 
she loved him. She did yeah. love him, I think. You know, it, it was just, she just had a hard way of showing. Like, she couldn't show it. But she then she has that scene at the end where they go to dinner and she's like, I'm so disappointed that you're my son or something like that. And again, that's another scene that it's hard to say because it's heartbreaking to see your kid yeah. go through what he's gone through. He's addicted to drugs. He's addicted to sex. He's addicted to everything. And it's, and it's heartbreaking to see that. If you were a parent and you saw your child going through yeah. that, it's disappointing to see. Right. But part and of me also feels like, too, like she only started feeling that way because he was saying, like, they were going to get a house or something. And didn't he say, like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to give you the money for the house or whatever? Or, like, I have to get, the, I have to go through John or something first. Or I don't know what he said. I don't remember exactly what happened but in it's that just scene. Like, I feel like up until that point, she was showing up at his house and being all happy and stuff. It was until, like, he stopped, I guess, providing things for them. That she's like, you know what, you're a disappointment. Yeah, and again, that's that's where I'm saying like she she flips. So she has those moments where she she so she shows that she could care, but then she decides to go back on it. Yeah, and I just think overall she's a really interesting character. It's, it is an interesting character. She's, I think. Yeah, and it's 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 hard. Definitely more than the dad because the dad was just straight up. He was just asshole a from, horrible person from and the whole time. Him. But yeah. but his mom kind of like. She had her moments. Yeah. Where you could see that she wanted to be good, but she chose otherwise. Chose otherwise, yeah. for sure. So, um, I, I, I just wanted to talk a little bit more. Also, another little thing to add about that. The stepdad, which I think oh, yeah, is so fun. Okay, yeah. out of all three parents that he had, his original dad, like his real dad, his mother, and then his stepdad, he was the kindest he parent to him. He was the kindest. <laughs> he was the nicest person to him yeah. out of all of them, which I think is really funny. Yeah, that was interesting. I mean, yeah. he didn't really have a, much of a role in that movie. Honestly. No, he didn't have too much. I mean, he... <laughs> no, he didn't have a role. But uh, he, was, he was compared to his parents, definitely, like, the kindest. Yeah, co- comparing them to the other ones, he was sure. much better. Um, on top of that, too, speaking of, like, his homosexuality, I just thought it was so interesting how... I mean, this is the, I'm pretty sure this is, like, the first ever, like, mainstream studio movie to ever, like, depict, like, any kind of gay, like, intimacy. Yeah. Okay. So, actually, I have a f- funny little story. Okay. I'm watching that in theaters. So, before that, you see Bernie with that one girl. And yes. Yes. Yeah. So, you see that scene first. That's the, the one where Elton, like, is after his concert and he, sh- he leaves it's, her and he's, like, he's upset. Yeah. Yeah. After, and, and he, he's going to have an intimate moment with that girl. And, you know, it's it's straight people, so no one say any, says anything. Sure. Well, the next scene is Elton. With John. With John. And this lady in the back screams like, oh, I don't want to see that. Oh, my God, really? And the fury in me. I was That's like, insane. but you were fine seeing a straight part, like straight couple. You have no issue with like a straight couple, like hooking up but when it's two gay men and it's it, like that's that's too far it just it angered me so much it was it, but so yeah so it was interesting to see because the scene that itself was, is not a big it's just two men like they like each other it's and the same up. thing you would it's say if it was thing, a straight right. couple but suddenly because it's gay it's like oh, no you don't, we don't you don't show that you're acting like, like they're like, private parts just like popped up on the screen it's yeah so it's, it so, wasn't anything like that it wasn't anything like graphic or it, it was just just like any other love scene, but it's two men. Like, what's mm-hmm. the... Yeah, there's no difference. But that lady was like, nope, there's a difference. And, no, that's crazy. Oh, so I, I, I don't... <laughs> that that moment in the theater, like, hearing that stuck out with me, I was like, I... I'm sorry, and also, know. why are you surprised that's going to happen? Right, you go see you Elton, know. A movie about Elton John? <laughs> like, what? Yeah, you it's an R-rated Elton John it. movie. What did you expect was yeah. going to happen? I mean, like, come I, on now. Anyway. Yeah, so, so yeah, I'm, I'm glad that you mentioned that because I did, I, I was like, I wanted to bring up the story, but I didn't know how, how to, to bring so up I the let, story. I gave you the segue to do it. So thank you. Okay. Um, I know specifically, like you've mentioned before, the, the magic and the fantastical elements mm-hmm. of it. Obviously, it comes down to the musical numbers mm-hmm. of the movie. Though I will say, you know this too, I'm not the biggest musical fan. Mm-hmm. So I will say... Not all of the musical aspects worked here for me completely. Mm-hmm. There are a few standouts though that like I really loved in this. Um, the sa- first of all, the first one I loved was the Saturday Night song. Uh, okay, yes, I love the transitions. In yeah, that. the tra- okay. Obviously, first the transition from him younger to being a kid was great. I'm, it was awesome. I mean, younger to being older was yeah. great. <laughs> um, but that one, like you visually saw that change, but also mm-hmm. I think that was definitely the most. I guess grand, like like the biggest scale of any of the musical numbers mm-hmm. with the choreography and like the way they shot it yeah, in one yeah, take yeah. at that carnival. 
I, I don't I've always loved I, musical numbers that are kind of just always moving. There's always moving like energy. The, yeah, no cuts. Going. I just love it. And the, the choreography was just so cool. It was. Yeah, it was yeah. really awesome. To, I, I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I loved that scene. That was, I remember sitting in the theater and just being like, okay, this is going to be a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm enjoying this. So, yeah, I, I do. Because that was definitely, definitely the first like big musical number in the movie. Yeah. Like the big one. Well, yeah, yeah no, because the first one is The Bitch is no? Back. I I know. Remind me of it again. I can. No, I know the song, oh. but I can't think. For some reason, I can't think of the it's scene. It's when he was a kid, and he he comes in. It's it, so it starts. He, oh yeah, It's yeah. all in black and white, but only him. Yes, and yes, yes. His younger self are in, in color. color. I remember. Yes. Okay. 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 Yeah. You're right. You're right. Okay. Yeah. But definitely. Well, I guess the first one of Taron, the first big musical. Yeah. Movie with where he's actually. Where like, he's singing. Elton John. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, I think that was good. Another another great one. Uh, my favorite. I this is your, I don't know if this is your favorite. The one of the tr- his first concert in L.A. At the the Troubadour. The Troubadour. Okay. Troubadour. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Yeah, the Troubadour. Yeah, Where I love Crocodile. The Crocodile Rock. That was my favorite. Yeah, which is actually the not the song that he sang. He's, really? He was. He sang. Uh, he started this concert with um, your song. Oh, okay, I don't know that one. It's like his number. one. Sorry. Anyway, um. <laughs> honestly, I'm gonna. T- the only ones I knew were Benny and the Jets, and I'm still standing. Mm-hmm. What did you think of the Benny and the Jets number? Uh did you make note of that? I did note. I was trying to. Okay. Yeah, I. So for these past movies, I've seen. I saw them twice. I only saw this one once this past time, so I don't mm-hmm. have as much recollection of it. Yeah. But um, I will say, I did write down. Times. I did write. I was waiting for that song because mm-hmm. I love the song, mm-hmm. and I did not expect it to be used. The way it was. Yeah. Um, but after that whole Rocketman sequence, that scene really showed, like, his downfall. Because that's... Yes. But I thought that one was very interesting. I did not expect it to be used that way, but I really, like, I dug it. Uh, yeah. So, I wrote... I was like, the remix of the Benny of in yeah. the Jets is... I, I love the way that they did it. Because it's it's exciting, and it's so sad. Yeah. Because it's, again, like you said, it's, it's that downfall. And I love Benny and the Jets. That's, like, you know, my mom's song. Yeah. And so, I... I liked their use of it. I think that was like that whole scene where it was just like he he's like there but he's not there and like yeah. and as he's like going through this and like he he's like seeing his past come mm-hmm. and like in and hearing the voices of the people that yeah. you know he he's just been like beaten by and I just that whole scene was just really really impactful, really sad to yeah. see. Um, so that one was, was a rough one. Um, another musical number was the Rocket Man one. Okay. Where he, Isn't it was, that the, it was the right one, after the overdose. After the overdose, the Dodger, the Dodger Stadium? Yeah. Well, actually, no, it starts. Oh, it starts it with the overdose. Because he goes in the pool and he's like his younger self. And his younger self the is there at the, the piano. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, yeah, I mean, I liked that first half of it. I mean, it wasn't, I, I preferred the second half. I don't know, like the whole no, I get it. the whole part I thought, where, the, like, I thought the visuals of him going in the pool and seeing himself down there like the younger self that was cool though. It was cool to see, yeah. And cool then shot. and then the whole like dance number after where he where they're like picking him up and like getting him ready and dressed and just like pushed yeah. him onto stage. And it was so, just like, kinda like I know what you mean. I don't know how to really word it. Uh, yeah, I, I'm trying to figure out like the right way to say it. But Basically, like, it's just like all these people around him don't really care about his health. They, yeah. they just need him to. They just need him to get ready, perform, yeah. do your job. Because if you do your job, we get paid. Yes. Yes. Exactly like, that. And so it was like even sick. as he's like getting pushed into the ambulance, like he's still like you're selfish. And, right. Like, and yeah. he's getting yelled at. Like and John he's, is like you self-indulgent prick or yeah, not something, self-indul- something like something so. like that yeah but, so he so it's like that but the one thing i don't like is how they ended it where he he like rockets up oh yeah into the sky and like becomes a firework and then he like is like in the plane that was the one part i was just like <laughs> that's a little weird like that, that's a little too weird even for elton, even John. For elton? i <laughs> yeah. mean yeah that was that was probably my least favorite part part of it yeah okay um um, yeah. And then the last um, musical number that I really liked was obviously the ending with I'm Still Standing. I love the recreation mm-hmm. of the music video. The music video, yeah. And then I think that was the best way to end the movie. Yes, and, actually. Oh, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. Um, like, I knew, also knew at that point, like, it had to be there in the movie, and I think it was just a great way to finish Great way to off. end it off. Yeah, definitely, yeah. I think. And it, it's the perfect song. I mean, it's the perfect song for him to sing and be like, after everything, like, like I'm, st- yeah, I'm, still, I'm still standing. standing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but you did forget one other musical number that I love. Okay, Honky Cat. 
Which one's that? That's the one where he's like he's he's going with john and he's like getting him like oh you you know don't be so humble anymore you're rich now you can buy all these paintings and like oh okay i think i back honky cat no (sighs) i'm struggling such a good song sorry okay so i promise i I watched the movie (laughs) that that whole scene i love it because you just that's this is like the official transition from like the humble elton john that we saw like we had been seen throughout the movie to like this person where he he's he's not who that he he took the advice finally of the of the guy who was like you have to kill the person you were to be the, become the person you want to be oh at the beginning right and that was the moment i think he's we, no longer we can Reginald visually Dwight. see he's out yeah. in hercules john yes he <laughs> he's officially killed that person and he's become this whole new person because immediately following that scene is when he fires um ray oh yeah and dick ray was so nice which ray deserved so, so much, much better <laughs> i feel so bad and for honestly him. even the record label guy was kind of a dick but i thought it was funny his name was dick was his name really dick yes oh <laughs> <laughs> i always was just saying yeah. kind of dick. but i thought his character was funny yeah so he 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 was a funny character but yeah so like you this is just like that was like the moment where you see him he is like officially like shed Mm-hmm. his past and he is now elton john who is going to be right looking out for himself he's going well he's also going to be you know kind of thrown yeah. around by john and i mean i don't remember the first time i saw it if if i how did i feel about john when he first came up because i'm um, did you know about that part of his life when you saw the movie i don't remember because i was gonna ask you like how did did you feel fishy about john um I was excited for him because oh, actually we missed a musical number. Uh, Another one, Tiny Dancer. I can. I, only, I will not. I only remember the ones I wrote down because those were my favorite. Tiny Dancer. That because that whole scene, it just it it makes me very emotional because I feel like there's two ways you could see this. Actually. I forgot the other way to see this. There's only one way for me to see this. Okay, okay. <laughs> Where it's like, so he's singing it because he was just abandoned by Bernie at the party. And and I don't think that he had feelings for Bernie. I think he... I, I, I think he I, just saw that someone loved him. He he saw, yeah. So I think and... that that's what it was. But it was like seeing... The way I originally saw it, which like I, I don't believe anymore, um, was like that he did have feelings for Bernie and that he was watching him go off with this other girl and was just like yeah. heartbroken by it. And so like seeing that scene, I think I I teared up watching it. Mm. I I was like this is so heartbreaking to see that. Like seeing the person that you you're Especially like, you like love. coming off the high of his first concert like yeah. he just wants to celebrate it with 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 his best I, friend. Yeah. yeah, now I see it more as like he wasn't in love with him. He was just like he saw that he he wasn't able to be like Bernie because he was dealing with like yeah he, that's a no, that's a good way to look at it yeah. I don't think I thought of it that way he, he was you know he he's gay so he can't he can't enjoy it like Bernie was he right. doesn't he doesn't get that whole American experience Until, with the rock and roll and all the girls right right um until he meets John yeah and then he meets John which like you see this guy and like he so when you first see him you get excited about it and you're you're happy that like okay good he has someone to mm-hmm. like to enjoy the night with and then. And and the accent. I was gonna say, what do you think of his? I mean, it, it turns out the ac- Richard Madden is actually Scottish, so that's his real accent. Yeah, that's his real accent. Um, oh my god. The accent's so cool. I'm like, I love. Hearing, I love, I love his hearing accent. new new accents. I don't hear a Scottish accent that much in movies. I know it's um, it's it's flawless, and so and that's where he gets you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, shoot, if I was Elton, I mean, I understand. I'd be a little charm, not gonna lie. That accent, <laughs> and so so I and but then you know, it turns out to be just a complete asshole. So yeah. that, that sucks. Which I actually did not even know he used to manage Queen too in real life. And he's in, like, his character is in Bohemian Rhapsody, too, played by a different actor, but he's definitely, I think he's nicer in that movie. I didn't know that, but wouldn't it have been cool if he played the, the same, same character? Oh that would have been awesome. It was a cinematic universe of sorts. <laughs> move, move out of the way, MCU. We got, literally, we have... We got rock and roll, roll universe. Uh, no. <laughs> hard rock, no. <laughs> it's not even it, hard rock. Can you imagine Elton John making a hard rock song? That would be interesting. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't uh-huh. know. Um, but yeah, so I I think. Oh, okay. What else did you <laughs> I, got? I forgot to mention because I, I had said before this I was like I wanted to mention and I did already talk about the Daniel song, but he okay. when he he was like practicing or he not practicing he was like auditioning with like the different songs that he had and he played Daniel 
And then he was like, that's too depressing. And I'm like, get out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, I would stand by that song mostly to annoy my brother. But it right. is a but very still, good but song. But sure it's still a good song, right. <laughs> that, that was just a tiny little thing that um, I wanted to add in. I also said the last point I have to make about the musical numbers. Um, there's that one in the beginning uh, when he's still a kid. And I don't know what happened to like cause this, but like everyone in the family, like in the house, just starts singing. Okay, actually, I did want to mention that one. I forgot. That honestly, almost started had me laughing. It I felt, I I felt. I wrote. I said. It I felt, felt like I was watching Lamez. Is that how they talk? Is that how they do it in Lamez? It was very. I've never seen it. Depressing. I mean, like. I don't, Elton John sings it, it's good. But when they all sang it, it was like... I wasn't feeling it. It felt out of place to me. It felt very out of place. See, when I... I think the musicals I gravitate to are the ones where numbers like Saturday Night or like with energy. Or mo- I mean, yeah. obviously not all musical numbers have to be happy. Like, for example, La La yeah, is my yeah, favorite. Yeah. Obviously, like, Emma Stone singing Audition is like a huge emotional moment. Yeah, which and is that's great. fantastic. But my favorites are like the energy and like... Yeah. So to me, like moments like that where they're just singing like... It wasn't like if they're feeling something, they just have to sing it out for a few lines. I'm like, I, yeah, you couldn't, you could have just wrapped this I, up. I, like, <laughs> I wasn't, I wasn't a huge fan in that scene. Um, again, I did, like I said, it made me feel like I was watching Lee Miz, which like, it's not my favorite musical. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> so I wasn't, I wasn't a huge fan of that scene as a whole. It was just very, it, like you said, it felt out of place. Yeah. It just, it didn't, it didn't fit the. I mean, it fit the tone of what the characters were feeling, but it wasn't, it didn't match up with not my type of thing. rest of it was. Yeah. And yeah. I, I, I just mentioned that one in particular because, like, I started laughing, honestly. Cause yeah. Because, like, because <laughs> there, there were plenty of other emotional ones, like uh, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. That was another emotional mm-hmm. scene where Or even when he's have... in his house and he's playing that song with Bernie, watching him. Oh, your song? Oh, is that the one? Yes. Yeah, anyway, I thought it was a sweet moment. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So there, there were a lot of emotional scenes that didn't have to, didn't have to be like that. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't wasn't a huge fan of that one. But, um, but yeah. Uh, real quick though. Um, I feel like you're gonna hate this. I do have some other issues with the film. Um, pacing for me could have been better. Uh, it was a two-hour movie. Okay. I felt it more this time for sure. I didn't really feel it the first time I saw it in theaters, but I felt the two hours this time. I I agree, and and I definitely felt it more this time too because I watched the first half, then I paused to watch the Oscars, then I watched the second half of the movie. Oh, you watched so it, it again last like night? Because I yeah, I watched it again, um, because I. I just like I, I I love that movie. Yeah, <laughs> like I said, I, I've watched it too many times now. But um, and then I like ran out of time before the Oscar, so I was like, I'll just watch the rest of it later. So it definitely extended it even longer. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I definitely agree there. The pacing could be better. It is it um, is very slow at the beginning and and a little bit at the end. And, yeah, the, the ending for yeah. me too. It's important. Like even that moment in rehab when like he's seeing all this. Um, people in his life yeah. and stuff and then like eventually like his younger self he's like what like what's the line like are you gonna you, are you gonna hug me or yeah. something and he hugs him and it's like okay finally um has that closure yeah yeah definitely so but still i don't know yeah Based, it, it does drag a little bit I, I can see that um and then like i said before not all the musical numbers worked for me um not even just the one we were just talking about but honestly i think the ones you mentioned i don't really remember them very much like I think the only yeah. memorable ones for me were the ones that I wrote because I really like those ones. Not saying those were bad. But yeah, I, yeah. I think they they all stick out to me because again I've listened no, to I this music it. for a long time. For and sure. I, I, every every song of them is like memorable, especially to see because it's. I think it's a different experience between me and you because for I sure. went in mm-hmm. already knowing the songs and then being able to see the songs portrayed as emotions. Yeah. And and mm-hmm. and seeing that was a lot it, it was more impactful i think for okay. me um and that's why most of those performances are more memorable for me yeah just because again the, the songs I, I i've had my own like thoughts on them and i've had my own like emotions attached to them and then seeing them actually like played out yeah on screen yeah, yeah. for sure i get that and um, th- yeah definitely the opposite for me i yes. barely knew any of the songs yeah. um no, but there is definitely a lot I liked about it. And um, I will say one last thing. I do think outside of the musical numbers, for me, it does feel kind of music biopic-ish. Mm-hmm. Like, there's even that one scene where he's, like, getting famous, and they, like, there's shots of, like, all the newspaper clippings and yes. stuff. I'm like, okay, they, I've seen this in, like, every yeah, musical. Yeah, it was definitely. And I, I guess just for me, 
because I thought it was so unique the way they handled the like, musical numbers and the fantastical elements, I just wish they could have tried to find a way to make everything else a little creative too, more mm-hmm. creative than just a regular biopic. Yeah. For me. I I can see what you mean, yeah. But I feel like already it was very creative. Definitely I mean you're it's definitely more creative and unique than, than anything you would have ever for seen sure, before. For sure. So I get it. But and I like I th- I think it was a really good um way to tell the story because like we were saying it matches elton's personality and his vibe Mm -hmm. and um yeah it's still like i'm saying i think the story itself is still told in kind of a like here's what happened blah 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 blah, blah. but i think that elevates and obviously for me too i think the thing that makes this a better than average movie is just terrence performances like yes definitely absolutely incredible yeah we mentioned before he did a great job um one last thing i wanted to mention then I forgot. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, his at the wedding, uh, his his marriage to Renita, Renata, Renata. That was kind of looked kind of rushed, no? That was yeah. So that was it. Felt very awkward. Like it needed to be in the movie, but, but it, it felt of, awkwardly placed. In the next placed. scene, it was like they're done, and it was just like yeah. It was just I don't know. It which maybe very, they wanted to show. I mean, I don't know how long in real life they were married, but maybe they just wanted to show how short-lived it was, and like yeah. they knew from the bat this ain't gonna work. Yeah, I can see that. But I, I do love the mom's expression at the wedding, where she's just kind of like, "Hmm." Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's yeah. what you want to do. Right. <laughs> she just knows like this is bullshit, yeah. but okay. Yeah, and then like even af- after that, the dinner scene where she's like, "Poor Renata." <laughs> yeah. You know, like divorce is hard for everyone, oh, and she's like, "This is your fault. <laughs> Why would you do that?" Yeah. <laughs> So, so yeah, that was. But it makes it makes it much better too. I mean, I I knew he was with someone in real life, but like yeah. to have um, I don't remember his partner's name, um, but in the credits, just seeing like the real like yeah. how he's doing now. It, yeah, it, it feels and good. that's uh, I wrote it down. Thirty years sober, thirty one in July. Wow, he will be thirty one years sober in July, which is incredible, which is awesome. Right, addiction is, and I think I think this movie did a good job in telling the story of addiction, and it also did a good job of telling the story of of what it's like behind the scenes like i i i've seen recently um it was like actually yesterday i saw this video of this of this one artist and Mm -hmm. he was like performing on stage and and they do these really heavy dance numbers and and i'm not going to say who it was and um after after the performance like there he's like doing the performance and he's hitting like everything and then at as soon as he exits the stage he's like he breaks down he can't breathe his knee is like completely messed up and and you just feel so bad but like and then he goes immediately like he has like two minute breaks and then he goes back on stage and performs like nothing like nothing wow. ever happened, and so it's incredible to see. And because like this was the thing with the Dodger Stadium, you yeah. see him go. Mm-hmm. Two days before that, he had a suicide attempt. He tried to overdose. Yeah, and then he goes and performs like nothing, and like he, you see it in his concerts when he shows up drunk, and people are there, and he has that line to Bernie where he's like, "These people aren't paying to see me; they're paying to see Elton John. I have to put this." On. like i have right. to put this whole charade on for these people to enjoy it and like and it and it sucks because like you see these yeah. artists and you never really know what they're really going through yeah and so it's, it's something that i'm sure many people in that industry like definitely through that we don't really we don't we don't see we it. don't see it we don't and see so it a lot of people just assume nothing's there and it's like yeah. and we often d- dismiss it so you know and and i think and it doesn't just go for famous people i think no, it no, goes no, for no. Everyone, everyone in life so But I think people have this expectation of famous people that it's like, well, you have have money, you have fame, like what could be possible? What's wrong wrong with you? Yeah, like why? So yeah, I think they did this movie did a good job of kind of letting down the veil and kind of showing like, hey, people struggle, people have mental illness, people have addiction problems. You know, it's it's they're not perfect. You know, people they're people. They're still people at the end of the day. So I think that's important to understand. Um, I wanted to ask you too, actually, what. How do you feel about the fact that they made a movie like this while he's still alive? Because typically, you don't see biopics about yeah. people until they've passed. People are normally deemed legends once they've already passed. But yeah. I think he's a special case in that he is a legend because he 
he I feel like he's lived several lives in that in that he has gone through like what we saw in the movie. He's gone through real hardship and then he's emerged a new better person Mm -hmm. because of it. And I think in this case, he's living a new life. So he he. You know, going back to the line in the movie, you have to kill the person you were to yeah, become yeah. the person you want to be. He killed his kid, like his self as a kid. That sounds horrible. <laughs> he, he committed um, murder on a child. <laughs> no, he, so he, you know, he let go of who he was as a kid. Then he let go of who he was as as an addict and the point of his life where he's really struggled to become this new person. And so I think that it is fitting that they they still created this with him still alive, and I yeah. think that was an important aspect of of creating the movie because it was him telling the story. It yeah, was definitely. Like, and the good thing, the thing I worry about is when someone is still alive that they're very hands on in how they want their story to be told. Like, yeah, like with Bohemian Rhapsody, I'm sure that uh, Brian May and um, I cannot remember the other surviving member, Queen. But, the other ones, yes. yes. I, I could not tell um, you their names. I completely forgot. Like, I'm sure they had a hand in how that story was told and stuff. But it's like, also, I I just want, if you are going to tell a story like that, to make sure that it is authentic. It and, is authentic, yeah. And I, and, but I heard Elton really was barely on set. I think he was there, like, once. And um, Yeah. But it's definitely also just, you obviously want to stay true to him. And, like, who better to go to that than, than the Elton actual John guy himself? Yeah. Yeah, so. I definitely, I think he, he did a, a good, I think he must have had a role in it but i also think because like a lot of it is fake like not of it not all of it is accurate like i mentioned before sure um but i think that they kind of warn you with that in that and i mentioned earlier with like in the trailer they say from the imagination of elton john so this isn't this isn't a story being told um factually this is like a factual story yeah this is like a timeline i think this is how i mean this is how he saw things i mean really the whole movie is framed from his his, perspective his perspective at the like his telling his story in the rehab in the rehab center so 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 the whole thing and which i think makes sense for the fact that like a lot of it was like the timing is kind of off Mm -hmm. place everywhere and it's kind of jumpy in terms of like sticking to a timeline and I think because of that, it's like you're in a rehab center. You're just like kind of rehashing everything that you've gone through in yeah, life. It, yeah, it's not going to be perfect. You're not going to, you're going to go back and be like, oh yeah. And I forgot to mention <laughs> that I did this too yeah, yeah, yeah. before I actually did it's this. It's a good point. Yeah. So, Very so I true. think it, it ends up working out in the end in the, mm. in terms of like the storytelling perspective and mm-hmm. who's telling the story and the place he's telling it. So, um, a detail too, that I didn't pick up until I saw it online, um, was, slowly i guess throughout the movie as he's revealing more about himself he takes off more and more parts of his costume yeah which is not a detail i noticed the first time but it's like the more he's opening up the more i guess he's load i mean maybe it's like the more he's taking off the like yeah that the mask that he's been wearing for his uh, like for the audience yeah i i I can see that i think that's a interesting little detail to to add there like i noticed it but i didn't think too too much of it i noticed him like taking it off but i didn't really think much of it um, yeah, but it makes sense. Like, obviously, it's doing it for a reason. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think that was another little. Um, last moment I wanted to mention. Well, not a moment in particular, but I, the costumes and the production design I think are all incredible. Absolutely. Um, Again, another thing that should have been an award. Oh, for. award for sure. Um, just the way they recreated everything um, mm-hmm. was great and like very up to time and very mm-hmm. true to Elton and you know. Yeah. It was all I- great. I, I had I wrote down a question for me to look up and I did not look it up so I will I will have What's to do that question? but it was um the Regency Cafe they made a point to show it uh, like where they were sitting at where they were eating at where Bernie and Elton first met okay the Regency Cafe and I don't know if they like recreated that set because that was the actual location that they first met and if it was that would be really cool to Does see. it look like this yes. And yeah, so when they're walking out, they make it a point to kind of like show that's. So that's wait, so point. are you saying you don't know if they actually shot there or they just recreated it? I don't know. Is that what you're asking? Uh, what I want to know is if that was actually like the Regency Cafe, not if that was a specific, like the same exact location, but yeah. if the Regency Cafe was the place that they actually met. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know if there's a way of finding that out, but <laughs> I'm sure that there is. Maybe it's probably so that because like again, I felt I felt like they they made a point to show that that was the name of the cafe okay. so i figured that that would be like part of it but maybe i'm wrong maybe i'm just reaching too much uh no, i'll, no, I'll no, do I, some research I, and i'll figure it's it a out. reasonable thing to yeah be curious about yeah definitely um but other than that did you have any final notes or did you want to um, go into ratings 
final final little thing that I wanted to add. Um, that jean jacket he wore after the Troubadour. I love that jacket and I want it so bad. <laughs> he, he, El, er, no, it's wrong. Um, Taryn Edgerton actually got to keep that jacket. Oh, you did? Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> Cause it has like all those little like pins and stuff. It's yeah. so cool. I love it. I want so it. Cool. Um, so one day I'm going to recreate that jacket. And I've decided. have done it today. Yeah, that costs money. Yeah, uh, that's true. Let's 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 make this you know really blow up this whole podcast, right? And then we'll and start. Then get sponsors we'll put in more. In the, and, yeah, exactly. And then I'll make. And the then we'll jacket. put more into our costumes. Definitely. Like, wow, that's yeah. This is this is this is a budget right here. Okay? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And and unfortunately, my uh, rainbow chicken suit was in the cleaners this week, so I couldn't wear it. So. That's it's unfortunate. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> do you have any final thoughts? No, uh, I was just gonna go uh, straight, straight to the, to the rating. Um, okay. I will say I think I like I liked this a little bit less than when I first saw it in theaters, but it's mm -hmm. still a very good movie, and I very much recommend. it. I'm giving it a seven out of ten. Okay, yeah, I I I, I think the movie still holds up for me. Okay. I still love this movie. Again, I've I've watched it several times. I saw it in theaters twice: once with my parents and once with you. Mm -hmm. um, I just overall, I just I love this movie. Um, supposed to be on my honorable mentions list, but I totally forgot to put <laughs> it forgot on there. Like um, but I do. I think it's a perfect movie. No, I think there's definitely a lot of room for improvement. Okay. Um, so overall, I would give it a eight out of ten. Eight. Okay. I was expecting it like a nine, honestly. Yeah, I wouldn't give it a nine. Like I said, there were still a lot of things that they could fix with it. Yeah. But I think overall, it holds up. It's a good movie. I think definitely. I think for me, especially too, like not being a big musical guy. I mean, I think a lot of this worked, mm -hmm. which is um. Yeah. Really happy to see. And literally, I just, I really wanted, I'm excited to see Taron Edgerton's future work. I literally looked up his movies. I think the only one I saw that he was still working on was Sing 2. I'm so ready for that. Does that come out this year? Does it? I, I think. I'm so excited for that. But he's also, I mean, they are, he's returning to play uh, Johnny the Gorilla. Now that I know his name. Yes. Uh, December 22nd, 2021. So, yes. December 22nd is the day after my birthday. Oh, uh, So, yes. it'll probably come out the night before. You know how they do screenings like the night before? I'm, this is. That's this your birthday. Is, that's my birthday. Um, <laughs> I'm going to see it. <laughs> yeah, Tanner's reprising his role. And then they're going to have new characters. Halsey Pharrell. <laughs> Eric Andre. Halsey. Bono. Bono? I Bono? Bono. 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 It's Bono. Bono. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, I think that's his next role, but... Okay. I'm excited for uh, that. So I think we're going to see him back at the Oscars next year. Yep. Definitely for scene two. <laughs> for scene two. <laughs> okay. Well, um, Martha, would you like to tell our audience what our next movie will be? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know it? Yeah. I forgot it for a second, but I remember it now. It's okay. It's okay. It our next will movie be... Very excited. School of Rock. Yes. Yes. Jack Black. We love Jack Black. I love Jack Black yes. so much. Have and you seen I, his TikToks? A few, maybe. Watch them before because okay. they're hilarious. Okay. <laughs> we'll do that. Yeah. Um, I honestly think this might be my favorite role of his. So I'm very excited to um, dig into that. Yeah. He's, um, he's awesome. Next week, though, I will be out of town. So this will be another Zoom, Zoom episode call, yes. for next week. But um, hopefully you guys liked our experiment when we did mm -hmm. it. So we feel good about it. Yeah. If not you know suck yeah. it up um and that is going to be streaming on hbo max if you have not seen it yet so check it out mm -hmm. and that way next week when we upload you'll be ready to yep discuss so yeah um and then just the last thing we want to run over uh we are on every single Stream. audio stream platform wherever you listen to music and learn your podcast we will be there you cannot escape us no um so we are on the spotify we are on the apple on the the Spotify and the, the Apple, the Apple bug, yes. Um, you can look us up on the Google, the, the Google, <laughs> on the YouTube. We are at <laughs> In a Wider Screen Podcast. Uh, you can follow us on the Twitter at In a Wider, the TikTok at In a Wider Screen, and the Instagram at In a Wider Screen Podcast. Yeah. All right. Well. So that does it for today's episode. Thank, thank you, guys you guys so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.